Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining Podcast. This is your host, Wendy Rosenthal, an intuitive healer and mindset coach for women, who is here to help you see the gift in disguise in the ups and downs in life so that you heal the mind, body, and spirit. Why? Because I know it is possible. Because I am not letting a cancer diagnosis stop me from living my best life. And I can teach you too how to break free from anxiety and overwhelm from a life-changing diagnosis or event so that you can remember your healing potential and create the life that you desire. Hello, hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to another episode, and hello, November. Oh my goodness, it's already almost there. I don't even want to say it, but I know a lot of you guys have already experience or notice the holiday vibes in the stores in Starbucks um, pretty much anywhere right but let's not just talk about that just yet let's just enjoy what we have today it's a beautiful day even though it rained last night but it's still beautiful I always think that the rain brings a lot of good stuff a lot of cleansing a lot of um, removing not just physical dirt or dust or whatever it is that needs to be washed off, but also brings in this, this beautiful crisp and cleansing air into our days. So I hope you're doing amazing. And um, today's episode, I really wanted to talk about something that I've already been sharing on Instagram and social media. So if you follow me, you probably know what I'm talking about. If not, um, stay tuned. But overall, let's let's connect over social media, over Instagram, because I do share a lot more things there, more uh, right in the moment, uh, in my stories, in reels, a lot of uh, shares about my healing journey, cancer healing to be specific, and all other things that come up every now and then. And um, and I also give little tips and advice and share in the moment events, right? So go and find me on Instagram and Wendy for Wellness and uh, let's connect that way. So today I wanted to briefly talk about the many phases of healing because one of the questions or more uh, of a comment that I get usually when people see my shares or they see me or they get to know a little bit more about me and my story Um. Just to recap, if you are not familiar to the type of work that I do or who I am really, um, I will suggest that you go back to the very first episodes where I talk about really what got me here, what got me started in talking about mindset, talking about um, past trauma, talking about healing, talking about your body, reconnecting to your body, mind, body, and spirit, right? That's something that we often hear pretty much everywhere now, but um there I do share that really what got me here was uh, that experience I got about 10 years ago with a cancer diagnosis. I was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, as you probably could tell, because it often happens to many of us, many people who do have that kind of a wake-up call, uh, that kind of like slam on the brakes as you're driving and all of a sudden you're like, what is going on? What's happening? Like it, it takes you a while to get back to yourself. And then there's that period of um, reassessing, analyzing, reflecting on what's going on, what has happened so far and how can you move forward from that? That's just like in simple terms, right? 
And, uh, and yes, for many people, a diagnosis, a disease, a loss, um, any type of loss, as probably a lot of us have experienced throughout last year, this year with COVID and everything else. There's a lot of changes that happens in our lives. And for many of us, we are not ready for those changes. And what I will say is for many of us, the reason why we're not ready for the changes is because we have grown up, we have accustomed ourselves. Our mind has been in a way programmed to to just be comfortable, to be okay with what it is right now and how things have been so far. And we are not used to, our mind is not used to the changes. There's a little bit of fear. Now, I would say not everybody is like that. I do know people that actually, in fact, they love changes. They love challenges. They always want to do something different. They really want to challenge themselves to get out of the box. And that's amazing. That's a really good attitude. But also, like everything else, there's two sides to the coin, right? Uh, some of those people that I know that love that is because they are, there's some sort of fear. That's why they're always looking for change. They're challenging themselves, not so much because they want to grow. And this is something from the, their own words that they've said, but it's more because they don't like the situation where they are now. Um, and so there's that kind of fear of escaping from that. So all of us have different stories right? All of us have different um, narratives in what our life is or has been so far and how we experience life right now in this present moment and how it will be like in five minutes or in an hour or the next day. It really is based in what, what our experience was in the past, specifically since the time we were born until when we were about seven to 10 years old, which is the time where our beliefs, our mind is already programming, it's already creating and establishing as quote unquote true, those beliefs that we actually will be living by. <clears throat> and so it's very crucial for many of us to really understand where our beliefs are really coming from, how they were created, how they were originated. And uh, for instance, and I do talk a lot about this. So you go back to some episodes here and there. You'll see in the title is exactly what I will be talking about. <clears throat> but um, like, for instance, you know, not all of us or a lot of us will be walking around thinking, oh, I'm not good enough. That's that's an ingrained belief that is really deep, deep down for some people. But how does that represent on the outside is when they don't give themselves the opportunity to to do, to have what they want, to do things that they love to do is when they are people pleasing on the, all the time. They put themselves second. They don't put themselves as a priority. They um, are hiding. They don't think they deserve this great job or amazing relationship that is in front of them. And so they unconsciously or subconsciously, I must say, they sabotage, their mind will sabotage those experiences, those opportunities. And so therefore, because there's that that inner belief that keeps running in the background thinking or saying you're not enough you're not deserving of this whatever that might be right so the same thing happens when it comes to healing <clears throat> when it comes to um, um, us really doing our best in getting better and so actually what I was saying before this was when I was sharing my story and the kind of work that I do so that's like a little hypnosis of what I do right but, but so when people hear that story and they see me now, they, they are, um, 
they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you went through that kind of experience. I didn't know <clears throat> you had a cancer diagnosis because one, I don't show it. It's not like it's an active thing that I live with. Um, and when they get to know more of my past experience, when I do share past trauma and things that I believe um, are are ev <clears throat> events in my life. Sorry, you guys. <clears throat> I'm kind of like raspy on my throat. I had, um, I don't know if you've seen those immunity shots, uh, the turmeric, ginger, and lemon juice <clears throat> in the stores. So I've been, <laughs> I've been having that pretty much every, every day now. And I had uh, one right before this, but it's kind of like <laughs> lingering that little flavor. So let me have a cup of, um, a little sip of my orange juice. Uh, which by the way, you guys, I know a lot of us are very cautious in taking care of ourselves, our health, especially now that cold season is here. Let's really boost our immune system and start having more whole foods, more foods that are nurturing to our body and are going to also boost our immune system. So that's why I have a lot of turmeric, ginger. Around this time of the year, turmeric ginger juice. I either juice it myself or get it from the store. This one that I got, I got from Costco. So you go, and I think it's on sale right now. <clears throat> so go check it out. It's um, the brand, I think, is Suja. I don't know how to say that. Um, but go check it out. Or just have a lot of um, also vitamin C rich foods. Um, I know lemon, oranges, uh, red pepper, um, I think also sweet potatoes, I believe. I can remember. All right, let's get back to the topic. <clears throat> okay, so the thing is that, see, I kind of lost my train of thought. Oh my gosh, sorry, you guys. This is one thing that's been happening for quite some time, and I'm kind of trying to decode what really is happening. Um, if it has to do with these other mystery symptoms that I've been having, but um oh yeah so so basically um a lot of people when they hear my story they it takes them some time to believe because number one they look at me still being very positive very optimistic very happy um I don't wear the you know victim type of mask that I know in the past I have wore uh, not to say that everybody who is a cancer patient or has a cancer diagnosis or any kind of past trauma is a victim. Um, but personally, for me, that's how it was even before I got a diagnosis. That's why I really call that a wake up call because it really woke me up from that past type of uh, life that I had, that lifestyle of being a victim. And again, when I say being a victim, it's not like I consciously was walking around having that, you know, kind of vibe, but it was a subconscious belief that I had. And so, um, and, and it takes some time for people to, to understand when I share my experience and also to it takes them some time to understand their own experience and what what's really the story and what's really the the root cause of what's creating this this reality that they have right now. Um, whether it is I'm not happy with my job, I really hate it, but oh my gosh, like there's nothing else for me to do, or I am stuck in this relationship that I'm not longer in love with my partner or I wish I had a relationship where I, I would be loved and I could love somebody um, 
that there's not enough money like I'm always scraping you know for the very last you know grain of rice I mean those are just kind of examples but not literally right but overall a lot of people walk around with certain beliefs that life is just unfair that things are not available for them or that they don't deserve it and so so those are little type of masks that sometimes we do wear without knowing that and when I, um, when people do tell me like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you, you went through all that or that you had this cancer diagnosis, or I didn't know you had cancer. Like, oh my gosh, you know, like, um, they do think that I passed that point that maybe I'm in regression or something like that. So I do explain that for the type of cancer that is on paper for my diagnosis, uh, it's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So it's, it is not a curable disease. It's more like a treatable disease. So in reality, according to the books, the medical books, um, it is not something that somebody can be in remission. It's just, it's, it's just, um, it's always going to be there basically. But I do not, I do really my best to not live with that, uh, thought when I wake up, I'm not really thinking, oh my gosh, you know, cancer is in my body. I always try to think the opposite and the best things that I can bring into my life. But the last few weeks, it has been quite challenging and I know if, again, if you've been following me on social media, you know that I've had quite a few MRIs because of um, I've been experiencing some dizziness together with nausea and vomiting that happened like four times, but really an e- like uneasiness and almost losing my balance sometimes. Like on Sunday, the whole afternoon, I wasn't, I didn't feel good and, <clears throat> and, um, and really scared, to be honest. And I know that I talk about positive thinking, um, positive affirmations, always stay optimistic and all that. But there are days that really sometimes it doesn't really feel that way. And yes, those are the days that maybe I'm going to be a little bit more quiet <clears throat> because I do I do also respect my time and my, my effort and my energy. So I don't really want to push myself so much. And, um, and so, but I understand that even in those moments, and this is something that I share, I think yesterday or before in a post that I had on IG is that sometimes even in that middle of, um, of an episode, um, wondering what's going on. Oh yeah. By the way, I don't know if you remember some episodes ago, I talked about the ear ringing, that's still happening. It's been almost two years, I think, uh, that that's still bothering me and it hasn't really gone away. The intensity changes. And when I went to see a doctor and ENT, he did a few hearing tests, which showed that I'm losing my hearing. My goodness. Oh my gosh. That's another bummer. Um, and even mentioned that um, because there is dizziness and nausea and all that. And even though there was an MRI of my head, he didn't see anything obvious, but also he would have, he said that, oh, I would have asked the MRI to be a little bit different. Um, just because the MRI was prescribed by another doctor, my oncologist, not him. And it was a general MRI, I guess, but he kind of mentioned that sometimes those are, it's almost like vertigo symptoms that are also very similar to another condition, which is a acoustic neuroma, which is really a schwannoma, which 
if you if you listen to my episode, I think two or three, where I talk about my journey, that's something that I had before ashwanoma, which is a benign nerve tumor. I had a benign nerve tumor and on my back and it was removed. It was benign, uh, thank goodness. And um, But actually it was because of that that we discovered the cancer. But this time he kind of mentioned that and said... well, we, you know, I don't, I don't know. He kind of didn't want to conclude that's what it is because obviously there needs to be some tests. But basically, that also gives the same type of symptoms, which obviously is freaking me out because that is not just like a tumor that is popping out of an easy place to remove it. It's in my probably in the ear, and at the same time as I'm saying this, I'm kind of repeating to myself the opposite. Like, no, it is not that. It is not that he must be wrong or it could be something else. So I'm always trying to find um, reasons to believe the opposite of, of uh, how I am feeling. You know, if I'm feeling like shit, like crap and like um, really scared of what that is, I'm reaffirming to myself that, you know, Wendy, it's, it's not that. Like you don't know, like we haven't gone that far to test to test that possibility. But there could be other things, right? And always try to go with the more less um, aggressive uh, reasons. <sighs> but here I am. And so I go up and down and I go in waves. And I know so many people who've gone through the same type of uh, journey in their own healing. And so I had a conversation this week and someone again was surprised to hear that I coach people with cancer, <clears throat> that I talk about cancer care and how to heal our body with our minds and all of that. And she didn't believe, uh, not that I didn't believe my story, but she really um, was surprised to hear my background and especially with my childhood experiences mainly because she has gone through similar uh, situations and then also because now she's experiencing some uh, symptoms some discomfort in her body so her health is kind of telling her hello like take a look over here there's something for you to see but mm, the difference is um, that she's really she's really um, falling into that trap of fear. And I said many times before, sometimes fear is really inevitable, if not necessary for some of us, because if there wasn't fear, like there has to be that duality, right? Like there has to be a good and a bad, a dark and a white, like, you know, darkness and, and light and and so that you can see the difference, because if we all lived in one certain way, we wouldn't know what's on the other side and we wouldn't look for finding the other better side. So, yeah, I do believe that sometimes we do need a little bit of fear or at least we do need to to know how to manage it. So but this person, this lady, like she was really desperate to to get it out of her head, out of her mind, out of her body and like really finding ways of um of, uh, first of all, figuring out what's really going on with her health and then to just get it, get it all resolved and move on and forget about it. And so we had a a conversation because as you know, probably, um, 
from following my story, my philosophy is really not so much about forgetting about it, it's really making peace and making friends with that what is really uh, calling your attention, whether it is a diagnosis, whether it is a condition, anything, even past trauma. Yes, some of them we really want to forget about and move on. And for a lot of us, that's really the way when it comes to past trauma, because we don't want to keep that brewing in our present moment. But there, I believe there is a moment in our lives that we need to face it, to understand, and really in order to move on, to release it, to let it go, we got to um, make peace with it and and not hold any kind of feelings or emotions against it, even if it is rage, even if it is anger, as, as hard as it was for us to go through it, as you know, like the the most horrible experience that we, anybody could have had, um, to let it go and move on is really detaching from any kind of emotions that that experience will will give, and so and for us we got to face it to be honest, and so so that is a that is one of the phases of healing is really falling into that moment in in being okay and facing that that problem, that issue, that concern, that disease. And yes, other times healing is, you know, just like moving along and, and doing a little bit of work and only focusing in the present and the future. I mean, really it is whatever, whatever feels good to you, to, to the person who is looking forward to, to a better lifestyle to a better way of living and I would say also do not discredit someone's journey do not discredit someone's experience based on your experience and here's the thing you guys and I know some of you guys um, probably understand this uh, because I know all of us are quite smart about this but the thing is that how we walk around in life, right? How we walk around, how we see other people is often how we see ourselves or it's a projection of ourselves or it's something that we wish to change in us, but we are not, we don't have the courage and uh, big enough to change ourselves. So we want to, we do see that in other people and we want to change that in other people. And a perfect example for me is my mom. Some of you guys know my relationship with her. We're amazing now, but I didn't grow up with her. So there's really, we lack that foundation of a mother, a mother, daughter uh, relationship that was established really early on when uh, when I was really young. It wasn't, to be honest, it wasn't really there. So we got to build it as an adult when I was already old enough to, and then I, when I came to live with her. But so because the foundation wasn't there, there's a lot of trauma in me, right? And and I got to understand what they were and make peace and all of that. But still, it hurts sometimes. It still comes back. And that's something that is just part of our journey that we're just going to go with um, in with our lives. But there are, and we are quite different. And so, and the fact that seeing our differences and not having that foundational uh, um, uh, uh, relationship, I guess, or, or how I see her as a mom since I was a baby or a kid compared to how I start to see her as an adult, that's lacking. So how I see her differences 
compared to mine, right? Our differences. Um, I tend to be a little more judgy because I see her more as an outsider. I see, in that moment, I see her more as someone who is not just not my mom, really, you know, this lady. And then I will criticize, I will judge. And, and, and often what I've noticed is the things that I see in her that I judge and criticize those differences are things that I see in myself that I wish to change. Like I really go all for cleanliness. I'm a cancer. So I love my home being clean, being tidy, being really a cozy place where I can come back to and, and feel good about it. Right. It's really my, my home is my shell. Whereas she, for her, she has her other priorities. Her <laughs> organization or cleanliness is not exactly the same. So things, and we, she's not with me now, but sometimes she, she is with me. She lives with me. Um, and so sharing a space is quite challenging for her. Um, but I notice that sometimes when I see those things about her, that, oh, she piled up all this junk, you know, this corner, or she's hoarding whatever things. I notice that sometimes, <coughs> excuse me, uh, she, the, whenever she does that, I notice that when I look at myself, it's something that either I have done or that I still do in different ways, in subtle ways that I wish to change in myself. But I kind of um, hide, not hide it, but I kind of cover it up in a different, with different, um, I guess with a different current so it doesn't look so obvious. So the same thing for us, we walk around and we see things in people that we wish that we could change in ourselves. And so when we are, you know, sharing our story, when, when you meet someone and you hear how they live their lives and things are going through, how everybody's healing, because we all are, we all are healing. We all have the potential to really not just heal ourselves, but as we do that, also heal other people. And so if, if somebody's sharing a story, you know, our, I feel like our mission, our job is really being present for them and listen to their story without judgment. Because oftentimes when we do judge, Yes, we're judging ourselves, but maybe we're not that aware that we're really judging ourselves. And when we do, um, when we don't open up to other people and start seeing them and judging them and, and discredit, discrediting their story, um, it's, you know, it's a different kind of vibe that we don't want to impose on other people, because I do believe that everything that we do and say is really energy that we are pretty much sharing, um, giving off to other people and also receiving is the same thing as if somebody is in front of you, like that lady who I talked to. And when she told me, she shared her story, but before that she told me, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that you went through that. Like, and, and not that she was, she wasn't believing it as in she was criticizing so much, but every time when I share how I choose to live my life now, which is all about positivity, working with the mind and being okay with the fears, the same thing that I told you before, um, she will question and say, but how do you know that works? How do you know that that's, that's the way? Like, because she was trying to find the easy way to stay safe, to stay comfortable, because the more I was sharing, I was pretty much crushing her own beliefs. I was pretty much crushing her par her paradigm, paradigm, paradigm. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, and so it, because it's something that she didn't grow up with, she wasn't aware of 
uh, or believing about uh, that we still can have a beautiful, amazing life, joyful life, even with a condition, even with a diagnosis, even if we don't know what the heck is happening to our health, but we still can make it through. And when I said, and yes, I do have bad days. I have days when I don't even want to get out of bed or I just think awful things. Um, but I really talk myself out of it and I have my tools and it's not just faking it to making it, but it's really falling more into the feeling, into what exactly I want to experience uh, on the other side of that episode, that moment, that situation, that crappy day. Because above anything, I still do believe that we, the, the, after the pain, there's, there's something good. Um, that's just not going to last forever. And even if it keeps coming back, even if those episodes of pain and discomfort are becoming more and more um, constant or pronounced, I still believe that we can get through it. And look, I also, I'm also aware that for a lot of people, because I've seen it, I've seen it in the field of coaching that sometimes people are very strong with their beliefs about something specific. Like I know quite a few people, for example, in the wellness coaching that they were all about, you know, quote unquote diets. They wrote books about it, you know, different types of diets, paleo, sugar free, you know, no carbs and all of that. And years later, they completely changed their mind. They completely changed their mission. Not that their mission has changed, but it just took a different way. And it's just part of their journey. So now they are all anti-diets and they kind of, um, they look back and they think, well, having that experience writing the book, it was amazing. But at the same time, now my beliefs are different. And so they teach about that. And I think it's okay. I think it's okay to change the way we think or believe. Right. And so, um, but for now, this is my belief. My belief is that we can still make a really best life, even when I have this pain, discomfort, feeling dizzy or whatnot, and, and continue infusing the belief that it's just going to go away. It's going to pass. Tomorrow will be better. In an hour, I'll be okay. So for that, what I do really is a lot of mind work, a lot of mental work, a lot of uh, some of you guys know that I also, um, aside from my self-care, self-love practices and mental practices that I have, I also uh, do hypnosis. So I, I listen to the recordings that I make of myself or I also do have sessions with other people. I either, um, as a client, I go in with a problem, something that I want to change and then they, they provide with a recording. So, because I do feel that that also helps a lot because it's something that you will listen every single day for 21 days in the morning or nighttime. And it's a way to program your mind. So I do believe that that also, that also helps a lot in, in infusing those suggestions, those things that we do want to bring in more and more and more into our awareness. Because remember how we live life now is only about 10% of the capacity of our mental thoughts, our mental, um, really our mental capacity. We don't use all of our 100 or, or other 90% of our subconscious uh, mind potential. So, <clears throat> sorry for that noise, guys. Um, 
All right, so so that's what I wanted to share. That um, I know this conversation kind of went on different ways, but overall, really, the message is that however, whatever you are in your healing journey, whatever journey you are in right now, really take take grace and your time in understanding that you are really the creator of your life. So, however you choose to think, to believe, and to act. And to feel, right, it really is going to to amplify that what you want in life. And so I feel like a lot of us are so used to just the same, the same kind of, you know, routine every single day. And so stepping out a little bit of that comfort zone, um, little bits at a time, if, if it is too scary, because trust me, I know that, like, it's too scary for me sometimes. Um, but understanding that in our healing journey, like we're going to have to go through different phases and have different, uh, different phases and in different levels and also have the different phases on, on, in front of us, right? When we look at ourselves in the mirror, sometimes, uh, it's going to look like crap. Sometimes it's going to look amazing, but being okay with those changes, being okay with what's coming, being okay with however you choose to live your life believing and trusting that it is something that was meant for you so with that if you are still in a situation that is to you that it's something you want to change that is crappy that is something that you don't want anymore like you're feeling stuck you're feeling alone you're feeling like nobody gets you that you wish to change something in your life, an area in your life, but you don't know how, you don't know how, like how to start, what to do or anything like that. Just also be aware that even saying no to that is your choice. It's a choice. Um, saying no to change, being, even being scared is also a choice. So be aware of that, that not doing anything is also a response. It's also an action. Um, okay, so hopefully this is something that stays with you and you can take a little time to think about if if uh, you have something in your mind that you've been wanting to get into or want to get out of your life um, or if there's something that you want to bring in into your life, right? So whatever that might be. And so again, I always offer my time and space if you ever want to talk and, and or just share what you got to share because as I, as I always mention, the more we talk about it, we're also amplifying the vibrational energy of abundance and bringing that what you want into manifestation. So feel free to reach out. You can also reach me out on Instagram at Wendy for Wellness, or you can send me an email email at wellness at wendyrosenthal.com. Oh, before I forget, <clears throat> also, I have a free recording. It's a self-hypnosis recording to release anxiety. So if you're interested... I'll have a link down below so you can go in and grab it. It's free. It's one of um, the ones that I, it's, it is a general one because a lot of the hypnosis sessions or the the recordings that I provide for the <clears throat> my hypnosis clients is more tailored to their needs because it's something that was from our session that we had in which I do know more in detail exactly what it is that they need what uh, they're trying to remove from their life, what they want to bring in into their life. So so that would be a lot more specific because we had a session, we had a conversation and all that, all that. But 
This one is more general, it's, but it still is quite powerful. So go and grab it. I'll give you more instructions about how to use it. But basically you listen to that for about 21 days at least, either in the morning or at nighttime before bed. Uh, twice a day will be better. <clears throat> and, uh, and it will help you. It will help ease up your mind. It will help your mind to wake up a little bit more better at ease, feeling more calm, more relaxed, because that's what you are suggesting to your mind. Because really your mind, even no matter how old you are, it's still it is a sponge, absorbing, soaking up anything that you give to it. All right. So go grab it down in the link below and let me know, let me know how it was. Um, once again, I love to hear your, your story, your suggestions, anything you have to say, and uh, I'll see you guys on the other side. All right. So be safe and I'll see you soon.